only buy something that you'd be perfectly happy to hold if the market shut down for 10 years. Let me say this again. Only buy something that you'd be perfectly happy to hold if the market shut down for 10 years. This is a quotation by Warren Buffett, and it forms the basis of my podcast today. Welcome to another episode of the Girl Building Wealth Podcast. And today we're going to unpack how I choose my stocks, how I have built my stock portfolio, how I have built my cash flow generating stock portfolio. Stay tuned. So I've been posting my progress on Instagram. I've been posting the growth of my stock portfolio, basically the, how much I've contributed to it. And I've contributed the cash flow that I've generated, um, from my stock portfolio, basically the dividends that I've received from the portfolio. I haven't tracked the the capital gains cause that's another part, but I've just been tracking a lot my dividends. Basically, when I created my spreadsheet, I have a spreadsheet of my dividend stocks um, and how much they pay and how much I, c- I should be contributing each year for me to um, to get a certain amount of dividend cash flow, of dividend passive income um, coming into my account. And um, as I've shared this on Instagram, I have gotten a request to actually talk on how I have chosen my dividend stocks. So people are starting this journey of investing in the dividend stocks and they've asked how I've chosen them. So I'm not going to be technical on this podcast because I kind of want to just lay the groundwork of how how I have gone about choosing my stock portfolio. And I opened up the, the, the podcast with this quotation from Warren Buffett where he says, only choose stock. Only just thought that you'd be perfectly happy to hold if the stock market shut down for 10 years. So basically buy something that you're going to be content in holding if the stock market shut down for 10 years, which means understand what you're buying so that even if anything happens to the stock market, you're still going to hold what you have. You're still going to be content with the buy that with the, with the, um, with the sale that you've done. And I mean, there's this funny thing um, that I I usually say that uh, a woman would go and buy something they need at a cheap price (laughs) and something they don't need at an even cheaper price, while some other people will go and buy something that they need at a more expensive price. So basically, we women have a tendency of knowing how to choose cheap things that are valuable, cheap things that um they're available to us that we're gonna use and it's one of the things that i've used in my approach to buying stock so as a background one of a couple i've mentioned this before but a couple i know um, has been buying stock consistently since they like years ago for decades and right now they enjoy a a cash flow of fifty thousand plus and um they did not they don't have anything fancy like they don't have any fancy spreadsheets like i do they don't probably they do but they don't have any fancy markers fancy this they just buying stock based on what they use when i when they told me they're like we just buy based on what we use we buy based on what we have in the house we buy based on what we use in terms of the car um the car uh, gas the car repairs 
basically they buy based on the utility of um on on their utility based on the products that that company produces in relation to them using it and that is the basis of the crux of the of what i use i use i look at what i have i call it the pantry the stock pantry i open my closet i open my pantry i i i look outside i look in my cosmetics and i buy things that i use almost every day so all the companies that are on my portfolio are companies that produce the things that i use almost every day every day if i'm brushing my teeth the company that produces my toothpaste is the one that i'm going to feel is a stock to buy obviously there's different types of toothpaste but then you get start getting deeper but as a first as a just a first indication of what to buy my toothpaste who is producing my toothpaste how often do i use my toothpaste how often do i think i'm going to be using this toothpaste do i feel that in 10 years people are not going to be using toothpaste do i feel that in 20 years people are not going to be using toothpaste basically what is it that people are using every day and are likely going to use um that is being produced by the company and find those companies and invest in those companies that is the first thing the first thing i've looked at what am i using what is in my pantry what is in my wardrobe what is in my cosmetics bag what is in the car basically buy the things that add value in my life then i continue that i'm going to continue adding value into my life and use um and use that as a basis for the companies that i'm going to invest in so last year just to an example for last year um let me go back to um to my dividends tracker so last year in july my dividends payment was $2.06 and i literally stumbled across this because i bought a company that i that produces items that i love i didn't know that that company pays dividends i only found out that this company pays dividends when i saw it coming into my account the first inclination for buying that company had been they produce valuable products and then i just surprised i got a surprise that they actually pay you dividends which is what triggered my research into dividend paying stocks not because i set out for dividend paying stocks i set out to buy companies that add value and i just so happened that they also pay dividends so july 2019 my dividend was $2.06 July 2020 my dividends were $18.13. That is the growth of my dividends because I started doing the research. August 2019 my dividends $2.47. August 2020 my dividends were $40.95. This um obviously um, uh, they've been declared so they're still going to be paid but once the company does a declaration after that they pay. So there are companies that have hold um held back the payments but others have um are paying. So August last year I got $2.47. August this year I'm on track to receive $40.95. September last year I got $4.01. September this year I'm on track to receive $57.41. And all this started because I bought a company that I had belief in that i valued because of the products that they produce and because the products that they produce are the ones that i use and i found out that this company also pays dividends 
which also triggered like which other companies are doing this which other companies are actually producing assets producing um products that are used but at the same time also paying dividends so first step i looked at what i use i looked at what products are adding value in my life and i continue i'm going to continue adding value into my life and i use that as a basis for investing in the company this is not rocket science for me this was just like it made sense and it so happened that that decision ended up giving me a dividend paying company and um last year in total i got like 44 cent $44.86 this year i'm on track to receive more than $200 in dividends this is re- even through a covid crisis this is even as companies are declaring bankruptcy this is even as companies are shutting their doors and closing shops i'm still getting dividends from my companies because they produce items that even through a crisis are useful that even through a crisis that we would go out and go on a protest if they stop producing that it's like toilet paper basically even during a crisis people need a toilet paper <laughs> even during a crisis we needed food it doesn't matter what is happening and that is the basis for me holding these companies i need their services regardless of what's happening in the world regardless of crisis or of attacks regardless of anything i need their products and so i buy from these companies so that is point number 1 on how i chose my dividend stocks on how i chose the companies that i'm investing in i'm going to go to second the second point but just this is just the crux of the first point what do i use what am i going to use in the future what am i likely going to continue using in the future then which companies produce that then buy those companies if they pay dividends yay if they don't i still see value because there's two things there's dividends and then there's capital gains okay i'm i'm going on to number 2 i'm i'm exhausting this one so now let's move on to point number 2 point number 2 stay tuned Welcome back to part 2 to the second part not part 2. <laughs> And um the second thing that I've used to actually look at the companies that I have invested in in terms of dividends. So number 1, don't remember these are companies that I'm happy to hold for 10 years, 10 plus years because of the value. So I'm going to be using that products for 10 plus years and so I don't mind investing in them for 10 plus years because I am going to need them. I need them to stick around because I value the products that they give me. That's the first thing. And then the second thing that I use, value investing. First thing, value investing. The second thing that I'm that I use, the second metric that I use is how long have these companies been paying the dividends? So there are companies that are called dividend kings. They've been paying dividends for years, not just like 10 years, like 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. 
These are companies that are seasoned in running their companies and paying dividends. So these are the second companies I look at. I look at these company, the companies that have been paying dividends for years, that have that have been growing um, for years, they've been growing for years, and even as they're growing, they're still paying dividends. One, they produce items that I need. So. And I'm going to need for like 10 plus years, 20 years. So imagine like toothpaste. I need it for years. So I use those companies who produces manufacturing the toothpaste. I find the company manufactures toothpaste. How much, um, how long have they been paying dividends? And then like, oh, they've been paying dividends for 10 plus years, 20 years, 30 years. And then I use that as a matrix for, um, for a company. This requires a bit of um, digging deeper in terms of analyzing your companies but it's still not even close to the how deeper you have to go in terms of looking at the balance sheet of that company like how much cash do they have so um can they survive a pandemic can they survive um not getting not hitting their profit margins or they don't hit their profit margins and we get nothing so there's deeper there's deeper deeper um things and i want to cover this on part two because this is part one and part one is just using like my common sense ways that i've chosen my companies based on people's other people's experience i mean when um the couple the couple that i know said that they've been their dividends are upwards fifty thousand now because they just chose companies that they use every day that's value investing that's just common sense value investing nothing fancy about it just choosing the companies that you that you um that produce products that you use and secondly companies that have been paying um dividends for years dividend kings dividend arabs um uh, dividend uh, royalty basically companies that have been at this game that have been trusted and continue at this game and um, that's the second metric that I use in terms of choosing the company that I invest in so one of the companies I'll make an example I have not been paid by any of these companies to advertise them it's just one of the companies that I use um, and then I'm probably going to continue using so this company um, is paying let me see let me look at my spreadsheet how much it pays in terms of dividends each year so it pays 2.96 to cents i'm not sure if it has increased but when i did my spreadsheet like towards the end of the year this is how much it pays and it has um you divide 2.96 by four uh, because they pay each quarter and you get yourself a nice number uh let me see what is it because i do not want to make an, a mistake um divide by four so you get yourself 0.74 cents per stock and currently i'm sitting at six of those um of that stock from them and um each quarter uh how much do i get each quarter because i have six of these each quarter i get four oh, 4.44 i can actually buy like a a nice cappuccino you know or a, a smoothie with this amount so each quarter i get 4.44 and this company is procter and gamble so i don't know how to pronounce it but it's pg i buy them because they produce my toothpaste i made an example of the toothpaste the toothpaste that i use they produce it but on top of that they also produce pampers we know pampers right the baby nappies and everyone knows um, i mean everyone knows that everyone is using diapers now so that's another thing they produce and probably i'm going to continue buying them because when i have babies i'm going to use that um one of their products for my baby and if i plan to have more than one baby that means that's more than like four years of buying um their products so i use that as a value and but bigger than that um Procter and gambling has been paying dividends for how many years let me let me just check how many years they've been paying dividends 
so i found it so it's it appears um procter and gamble has been paying dividends for 27 years 27 years guys they've been at this for close to my age basically <laughs> when i was like in diapers they were paying dividends and they're still paying dividends so that's the other thing that i use how long how many consecutive years um have they been paying yes how many consecutive um growth dividend growth they've been growing for 27 years they've been giving us dividends this is another metric like is it do i use this company do i use the products that this company is producing secondly how long have they been paying dividends i mean if a company has been paying dividends for 20 plus years good my goodness you wanna you wanna use that company but again this is not this is not the only metric you wanna use you wanna use how long they've been paying um, what are the products that are using? Are you going to use those products for 10, 20 years? Basically utility products. And then there's a third, there's a third, um, matrix that I use. There's a third matrix that I use in choosing the companies that I invest in. Oh, and before I continue, let me just go back on another break because this is becoming a much longer podcast than I, I, I anticipated. Stay tuned again. Okay, on the last item that I'm going to cover on this podcast, because it would be good to go on a second one, which goes on a more technical analysis, which is um, the the payout ratio, um, the balance sheet, analyzing the balance sheet, what to look for, um, the yield, the dividend yield. So these are all the things that you want to be looking at. But for now, I just wanted to cover like the, the basics, the pure basics of just looking at a company i'm not in any way someone that was like an expert in choosing i've been just investing in like close to a year basically seriously and so i've been researching and learning along the way but even i just it's so interesting i started investing before um one of the worst market crashes (laughs) oh my word i was so young in a eight stock market crash and now i'm experiencing another one and i'm like wow and it all my companies have somewhat performed well um i mean in fact when there was a stock market crash i did not sell all my stocks because the value again that i see in the company i just bought more of them and so i'm currently sitting at a profit because i bought more of the companies that I'm, i i value when they were cheaper and now they they more or less coming back so i have made a profit in some of my companies are uh, some are still at a loss in terms of the group but i'm young it's fine i don't mind i just see value in those companies so the third item as i said this is not a technical analysis this is not looking at the technical on like the yield on the ratio on the balance sheet none of that this just on um on like high level one the value like is a company producing items that of value secondly the the um the the growth dividend growth and how long they've been paying the dividend and thirdly is um the growth of the stock itself because the 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 the, um i sometimes have this view on the company over the five years like how much the stock price has grown over the five years or over the 10-year plan so basically looking at how valuable has the company been because the stock market over time i mean stock market um fluctuations over like 
a couple of days is not a, 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 a reflection of the health of the company, but the, the, the price growth of that stock over 10 years, over five years, 10 years, 20 years, that kind of gives you an, a sense of the value of the company. I mean, I nearly bought a stock at one point because I was like, I use this product. And then I looked at the stock market, at the, at the price growth. I was like, ah, this doesn't look good. Hey, because it was like, it's going down. It's been going down consistently. So I didn't even bother buying it because it was like, as much as it's a product, I mean, it has a competitor, which I could also, the products I could use from that competitor. And yes, it has dividends, but looking at the at the um at the at the stock price and the performance, not so not so fantastic, you know. This is like over years, not like over one year, over two years, but like over like a sizable amount of years. So that's the other item that is like like at literally at a snapshot at like high level of how what I have what I've used to select my stocks, like the dividend paying stocks to build my dividend and portfolio. And I've been increasing like um compared to yes I've I've invested more, but these companies have not suspended dividend payouts during this COVID crisis. Only two have suspended and I'm not I'm not bothered. I'm not really worried because of um the portfolio of products that they've added into the market during that time. So they've actually continued adding um in being innovative and adding products during that time. So I'm not worried that they suspended the dividend payouts. I'm just um I just continue seeing value in them and maybe after five years or 10 years, if it has not been, um, it hasn't been a good relationship between us, you know, it's not working out, then maybe I'll think about it. But just because we went in going through a crisis and I'm like, I'm, you know, like, um, saying I'm done with this company doesn't make sense because they provide a value and a value that I, 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 I want, you know, the, they, they provide value in my life. They give me products that are valuable in my, in my life. So because of that, none of my, none of my stocks are very, um, sophisticated and unknown. They're like common, like a company that produces, uh, diapers or toothpaste or like grocery or, uh, like, soft drinks it's companies that provide day-to-day value i look at my pantry i look at my cosmetics bags i look at my um utilities what i use like you know making a phone call that is something that is important in my life and then um i also have companies that are not even paying dividends um i have companies that are growth i call them growth stock so they're companies that i see value and i'm gonna see value for a long time because of the product that they have on the market they might not be paying dividends now but i know they're going to pay dividends in the future and um, some of them have just done a lot of growth and my portfolio has increased because of that even if they are not giving me dividends but the stock that stock price has just grown and because of that i'm holding on to them so that is how i have chosen my stock that is how i've chosen my stock portfolio it is a mix of dividend paying stocks because um, I just discovered that these companies pay stocks and then they have products that I use and others are like growth stocks. You know, they're not paying dividends now, but they're, they are on, they're going to pay dividends in the future and they're producing products that are my day to day. Like, like Instagram, for example, Facebook is not paying dividends. Is Facebook paying dividends? I don't think Facebook is paying dividends, but, um, because of the value they're providing, you know, it's like you kind of want to, it's, it's a growth stock. 
um, uh, what another company that that pays that doesn't pay dividends but is actually available? Amazon. Amazon doesn't pay dividends because Amazon reinvests the money um, to be more innovative, more and more innovative. But Amazon have rewarded us with a very good, consistent stock growth. So their stock price has been growing. And even though um, they're not giving me dividends and so my portfolio is not growing because my dividends are not coming in, but my portfolio is growing because their stock price is, gro- is growing. So that is the crux of it. Just like at a high level, how I have chosen my... Um, my, 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 my stocks for my, for my portfolio. This is what I've used to choose, um, the stocks in my portfolio on the second one that, um, the second podcast I'm going to do to continue on that. We're going to be going on a more technical analysis. If you're interested in that of what to use, um, to choose your stock, um, to choose the stocks for your, for your portfolio. I also have index funds, just so you know, I also have index funds on my portfolio. Um, and, um, Again, no one has paid me for um, for mentioning these companies. I use the Vanguard dividends, um, Vanguard index funds, uh, because of the you know um, their low low cost. They really um, their expense ratio is really low, and um, it indexes the whole um, the stock market. So I do have some dividend um, some um, index funds, but I'm really heavy on my dividend paying stocks. And maybe when I get older, I might rearrange my stocks to be more heavy on the index funds but i'm still young i'm still learning and this is what i've used so um this is it for today this is all i'm, I'm sharing on how i'm cho- i've chosen my stock portfolio and as i said i'm not paid by any of these companies that i've mentioned this is just using my spreadsheet of how i've put together my stock portfolio and i had to do a lot of work to research these companies i had to look at my at my at my products that i'm using i had to go and say okay what products i'm going to use when i have children what products are going to be valuable when i like in 10 years or 20 years so i've used and at the crux of it i've used value to determine the companies that i'm investing in and um last year just to know uh, my dividends were 44 dollars and 86 cents 2019 this year um up until september i'm looking at 239.49 because using um because all my companies just pay quarterly so i just use um what i got in the last uh, in the last payout which was i think i'm using march may um for the september one and i'm on track to get 239.49 if it changes it changes if it doesn't it doesn't but as i said i use companies based on first and foremost value so i'm happy to hold them for 10 plus years as i open as that as um as i said when i opened up um the, when i opened up the podcast um for this episode only buy something that you'll be perfectly happy to hold if the market shut down for 10 years this is a basis for me choosing my stock i'm not doing any graphs and candles and whatnot i'm not a trader i'm an investor i buy and hold and a buy and hold for value. Thank you for tuning in to this, to this episode, to another episode of the Girl Building Wealth Podcast. This was slightly longer, so I had to give breaks here and there. And today we're just like, how am I choosing my stock, my, my portfolio? How am I choosing the companies that I hold in my portfolio? And, um, and so at a high level, and next week I'm going to delve into the technicalities of all these fancy, not fancy, I mean, all the other things that you can use. But um, for today, I was just like at a high level, what I use, 
um, to buy the companies that I have on my, on my portfolio. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope you learned something and I hope that it has inspired you to actually start this journey. You might not use necessarily use, um, what I've, um, what the, the techniques that I've used, but, um, I just want to encourage you to start the journey, build the wealth, um, uh, start this journey so that you can be financially free you know to financial freedom of actually having assets of actually having passive income it's really nice to see money just coming into your account you know that you didn't even have to do anything but just buy a company for i hope you enjoyed this and again don't forget to go out on at girl building wealth on instagram follow comment give me suggestions of what you want me to cover next time but for today this is me signing out Thank you for joining and hope you're going to come and tune in again on Friday for Millionaire Mind Friday. Thank you and good night.